blockbuster after blockbuster has been postponed this year. Like last week, with the new James Bond movie, No Time to Die. You can imagine why I've come back to play. And the new Wonder Woman. Your time will come, Diana. And everything will be different. Even Pixar's newest animated movie, Soul. Is all this living really worth dying for? All these big releases have been put off for months, some even into 2021. And that means, starting today, America's second largest movie theater chain is shutting down. As its CEO says, what's a movie theater without new movies? As you cannot run a grocery store without meat, without food, nobody will enter your grocery. Nobody will enter our cinema if we don't have the new movies. And he says a big factor in when those new movies come out is whether theaters are allowed to open back up in the state of New York. Welcome to The Journal, our show about money, business, and power. I'm Kate Leinbaugh. It's Thursday, October 8th. Coming up on the show, the head of Regal Cinemas, on why his theaters are shutting down again and what it means for the movie industry. My mother was very familiar with her neighborhood, but one day she stopped at the stop sign and she wasn't even really sure where she was at. When something feels different, it could be Alzheimer's. Now is the time to talk. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council. Instead of having a blockbuster summer, movie theaters were closed for months. In some states, they reopened in August, but not many people actually went. So the last movie I saw in a theater was Little Women. What is the last movie you saw in a theater? I saw Tenet in our IMAX screen in Tel Aviv about eight weeks ago, and it was amazing, you know. Mookie Gretinger is the CEO of the company that owns Regal Cinemas. Regal has over 500 theaters in the U.S. And for Mookie, being back in the theater was exciting. I grew up in the cinemas. You know, I'm third generation in the industry. So you cannot imagine how many movies I've seen. I'm a little bit older than you, so probably I saw more than you have seen. For me, I felt like a kid, you know, sitting in a roller coaster, <laughs> so happy to be back in the, in the big screen. Tenet, the movie Mookie saw in Tel Aviv this August, is a splashy, time-bending thriller directed by Christopher Nolan. Why does it feel so strange? Yeah, shooting the bullet. You're catching it. Whoa. It was the movie that the industry was counting on to bring audiences back to the theater. And so in August, when some theaters reopened with their new safety protocols in place, Mookie was hopeful. I was sure that uh, by opening the cinemas and really take my hat off for Warner Brothers and Chris Nolan, the director supported them, you know, putting Tenet ahead of time, that this will be followed by movies. And we will have maybe not easy September, October, but somewhere in November, we'll be back in full force and back in the business. 
But that hope, that theaters would soon be back in full force, didn't last long. In August, two major markets, California and New York, still couldn't open theaters. And that's part of the reason why Tenet, which cost $200 million to make, has only brought in about $40 million in the U.S. It did fine internationally, but those domestic numbers were a blow to the studio. The issue was mainly the issue of the U.S., because for a movie like Tenet and a new Chris Nolan movie to open without New York made it very, very difficult. Why is New York so important for movies? I think first, New York as itself, you know, it's one of 50 states, but represent for movies anywhere between 6 to 10% of the box office. So this is a very significant amount. But it's not only the money. New York is the center of the business community. Wall Street is there. The investors are there. The analysts are there. And New York is very important to the studios. After Tenant, studios were getting worried about the prospects of their upcoming blockbusters. And Mookie thought the studios would be more willing to release them if his theaters could open in big markets like New York. So earlier in September, you wrote a letter to the governor of New York. What did that letter say? And why did you feel you needed to write it? I believe in direct approach. And I believed that if the governor will read my letter, he will maybe look at the things differently. You know, it's always good to get a different angle. I wrote a letter that was really explaining all the points, one by one, explaining the effort we put in the protocols that we are running. Cinemas are really safe. First of all, there are many cinemas around the world that are working already for three months. We opened the UK two months ago. Thank God, there are no COVID cases that have been identified as coming from cinemas. We need to remember, when you sit in the cinema, you watch directly. Everybody watch the same direction. In a restaurant, people are sitting one opposite the other, not to talk about bowling on casinos and all this. In the cinema, everybody is sitting for the whole show in his seat, everybody looking to one direction, wearing masks, social distancing is there, sanitizing is there. So the message for him was, you know, maybe you're not aware how safe we are. Mookie wasn't the only one sending letters to New York's Governor Cuomo. Other theater owners did too. But it didn't work. In September, Cuomo said it was not the time for movie theaters to reopen. Movie theaters want to open. New Yorkers want to get back to life, uh, normal life. But we're not yet at a point where we can get back to normal life. That is just the fact. Around the same time, movie studios were making announcements to push back the release dates for some of the fall's biggest films. Disney postponed Black Widow. It has an impact. Warner Brothers moved Wonder Woman from October to December. It had an impact. Disney moved Kingsman from September to next year. It had an impact. You know, it is like the pressure is being built one after the other. Even with all those postponements, Mookie was trying to hold on. But then this past weekend, he got a phone call about the James Bond movie. Walk me through the moment you knew you were going to have to close theaters down again. Oh, wow. I think that I was 
uh, with some of our senior management in a restaurant in London, Friday night, seven o'clock in the evening. And I got the call from MGM. And I know the guy very well. He's a veteran and a very good friend. You know, saying, Muki, I'm sorry to announce, but we are postponing Bond. In my mind, I knew that we are closing the cinema. I knew. I didn't take the decision, but I knew that we are closing the cinemas. And then through the weekend, we ran again all the scenarios. We knew the numbers. We knew that we bleed much less if we are closed. We understood that we are not going to have any new movie in a way uh, until almost the end of the year. On Sunday night, we took the final decision. Monday morning, we announced we need to close. And that's it. You know, I'm in this business working more than 40 years. I never imagined that I will reach a day that I will need to close down the circuit. And for sure, I wouldn't imagine in my bad dream that I will need to do it twice in one year. You know, it's, uh, it's really crazy, you know, thinking about the team. This is the toughest moment in the decision. But we have no choice. You know, we need to see that they will have a place to come back to once we are back. The analogy says that as you cannot run a grocery store without meat, without dairies, without vegetables, without food, nobody will enter your grocery. Nobody will enter our grocery or our cinema if we don't have the new movies. There is always a limited number of people that love to see again Rocky on the big screen or love to see Back to the Future. I love it. But at the end of the day, you go to the movies, you want to see something new. You want to see the new Bond. I, by the way, think Goldfinger is the best Bond until today. The opening scene there when he's throwing the lamp into the bath, you know, and he's getting electrified. And then what Sean Connery is saying? Shocking. Shocking. <laughs> so this is a great opening for the movie. But I can see every Bond movie that you will offer me. But the Bond that I want to see the most is the Bond I haven't seen yet. We'll be right back. My mother was very familiar with her neighborhood, but one day she stopped at the stop sign and she wasn't even really sure where she was at. When something feels different, it could be Alzheimer's. Now is the time to talk. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council. Today, Regal Cinemas across the country are shutting down for the second time this year, after studios pushed some of the year's biggest movies to 2021. Movie studios are some of your most important business partners. You need these blockbusters, and they need your audiences. What is your relationship right now with these studios that are delaying their films, denying your grocery store groceries? I would say that on one hand, this is a big partnership. You know, I, there are a lot of people that are thinking there is a rivalry between exhibitors and studios. Of course, you know, when you buy something from someone, you want to pay less, they want to charge more, and this is normal course of business. But at the end of the day, it's a partnership. They need us and we need them. And our responsibility is really to give our audience the best experience possible 
to renovate the cinemas, to see that we have the best sound, the best projectors, the best uh, really experience. And their responsibility is to bring exciting product that people will want to see. To tell you that I'm angry, I'm not. You know, I understand. The risk is big there. Some of these movies are costing more than $200 million a piece. But I think that after a year, 2019 was the biggest year ever worldwide in box office. We have grossed all the industry $43 billion. I thought that they could have taken a little bit more risk. So angry I'm not. Disappointed? Yes, I'm a bit disappointed. Muki says he hopes to be able to reopen his theaters in time for the holiday season, when the new Wonder Woman movie is supposed to come out. Are you worried that Wonder Woman might push into 2021? Look, Warner have been very, very supportive of the industry, really. I think that they are very committed to go, but my guess is, I didn't hear it from them, but my guess is that without New York, Wonder Woman will not open. They will not do this again. So if we get New York sometimes in the coming weeks, Wonder Woman is rock solid in the lineup. If we don't get New York by, let's say, mid-November, you will need to wait to see Wonder Woman in 2021. How are you going to get New York? I don't know. You know, it's, we made our move, but we are not the decision maker. And situation in New York is relatively good. I know everybody fears the second uh, wave, but I think with our safety protocol, we can hold on and we can operate. So several movies this year released straight to streaming. Trolls, Hamilton. If theaters stay closed, do you think studios will do this more? And would that be an existential challenge to your business? I'm not worried. I'm saying that most of the studios are fully committed to the theatrical. Look, Disney announced that all goes well. They will have 12 Marvel movies. This is a great news for us. And no one in Marvel is doing movies to be seen on the iPhone. I may be exaggerating a bit. But as a premier, you want to see Avengers on IMAX. You want to see Avengers on the 4DX. You want to see Avengers on the big screen. And... This is not only Disney, it goes, Sony are fully committed to theatrical. And I will tell you what, our biggest ally are the big movie makers. Chris Nolan is not doing his movies for premiering on TV, same as James Cameron, same as Steven Spielberg. These guys are looking on the big screen as like the locomotive for this industry. And to tell you what, the phenomena of our industry, that the bigger the results of certain movie in the cinemas are, the bigger the income after that in the coming markets. So you would say it doesn't make sense. So many people saw James Bond. Probably on the VOD, it will not be so successful. It's not going like this. Bond is a huge success on VOD because it was a huge success in the cinema. Same goes for the Marvel movies. Same goes for Wonder Woman. All the other movies, big success in the cinema means big income also at the later stage. If you could have one thing for your business right now, would it be a vaccine or a blockbuster? Vaccine. Why? Because vaccine will give me 10 blockbusters. 
or 50 blockbusters. And vaccine is coming. Of course, it's not going to disappear overnight. We need also a medicine. If you ask me, you know what I want also, it's not only vaccine, then a medicine and then a blockbuster. I'm sure that the minute the vaccine will be available, there will be a huge psychological change. No doubt. People will fear less. People will understand that this is something you can solve and there will be a big change. But we are ready with the safety protocol to go back before the vaccine. With blockbusters, we can do it. The only thing, I thought you will ask me, what do you want more, New York or blockbuster? But also you need to put on your list New York somewhere, you know, <laughs> maybe vaccine first, then medicine, then New York, and then the blockbusters. <laughs> well, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you. It was interesting for me. That's all for today, Thursday, October 8th. The Journal is a co-production of Gimlet and The Wall Street Journal. If you like our show, follow us on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. We're out every weekday afternoon. Thanks for listening. See you tomorrow.